0: You're listening to the coffee hour. I'm Andy Bates.
1: I'm Sarah Golseth.
0: It is Monday, Easter Monday. He is risen. (laughs) He
1: is is risen 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 indeed. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: It is Mental Health Monday, and uh, looking forward to chatting this morning with Deaconess Heidi. Thanks to Concordia University Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University of Wisconsin at cuw.edu.
1: Live Uncommon.
0: Well, good morning, Deaconess Heidi Gaiman. How are you this morning?
2: Good morning. I'm good. I'm good. I had a nice, restful Easter. That's how I would describe it. <laughs>
0: Like many of us, uh Sarah, how about you was it was it restful? You had a lot of music going on,
1: yeah, uh, <laughs> it yesterday was i took a nap yesterday, so that counts as rest um leading up to yesterday was really busy though because my husband and I were playing the congregation for our uh live streamed church services, so we were we you were, were the there we were Yes, we were at church for everything, which was nice in a way, also tiring. And I think that might play into what we're talking about today, too. The two
0: people hiding in the balcony, right? Yeah, that- pretty much. Well, with the organist, <laughs> but
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, glad everyone is here and uh, and, and healthy and uh, looking forward to digging into our topic today. Um, Heidi, you, you're, you said you had a restful Easter. Uh, anything else about this past week that... Uh, you want to share as we get ready to dig into what is the, is it JOMO? Is that the, the right word that we're getting ready to dig <laughs> the into? acronym,
2: today? I know, right? Acronyms always throw us off, which is funny because <laughs> I feel like as the LCMS, like we don't know how to live outside of acronym life, but we have to remember it's good to, it's good to, you know, uh, use the full phrase. So we're going to talk about the fear of missing out today, as well as the joy of missing out, which in uh, technology lingo, and I think it came about because of, you know, texting and like shortened letter phrases and stuff. People say FOMO, F-O-M-O, and they say JOMO, J-O-M-O. And so, yeah, I think that we all probably had... A little bit of FOMO this week, if I'm honest, you know, because Holy Week in church life is a big deal. It's usually the time when we have a lot going on. And so, even while we can understand that we're under quarantine and we're not supposed to be going places and things like that, we are always wondering right now. I think what everyone else is doing and whether they're doing better things than we are doing. Do you guys think that's
1: true? Do you think you'd concur? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, with social media, oh, I'm I'm probably spending more time on social media now because I can. Uh, and scrolling through feeds and seeing everybody else's families and all the fun stuff they're doing. And I'm like, well, we're here just like sitting on our couch doing <laughs> probably nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, with, with Holy Week last week, too, um, even though my husband and I were actually physically in church, uh, we were still missing out, too, because there was no congregation. Like the, the service would end. And then it was it was dead silent. And it was especially uh, Easter vigil Saturday night. It was weird to not have people there to to celebrate Easter with on Saturday night.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's two things going on too. And recognizing both of them is really helpful. So we've talked a little bit about the losses that people experience in this quarantine. And so that's one thing that's going on, just the basic missing out like we are actually missing out on things and that's hard and um Juliana from Youth Ministry wrote an article about ambiguous losses uh, a couple of weeks ago that was really helpful and so i think we can put a link in the show notes for people to find that article just to recognize those losses that Don't seem real obvious, but that many of us are experiencing right now and having a space to remember them and say that that is impacting our lives. That's a powerful thing. And so that's one thing happening actual missing out, you know, most Mm -hmm. of us did not go to Easter Sunday service outside of our homes, or at least enter the sanctuary, if you will. Most of us are missing some time in relationships, instead of over a video, at the very least. And so then there's this other thing going on that's called the fear of missing out, where we are literally making things up in our head (laughs) that other people are doing that's better than what we're currently (laughs) doing, because we're stuck in our homes and on social media. We see people even having a cool dinner and using their china and things like that. And we're like, hey, I didn't actually get out of my pajamas today. And so (laughs) that messes with our brain a little bit. And so can you guys see the distinction between those two things? Yeah.
0: Uh, Between FOMO and JOMO?
2: No, between like just missing out, like the concept of just missing out and having a loss and then the fear of missing out, the difference between those Mm -hmm. two. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah Maybe not like yet one,
1: huh <laughs> Yeah yeah
0: and i i have to say i'm probably the odd man out here um uh, i i'm okay with with being at home um i'm mm-hmm. okay i mean for me probably the, the biggest thing certainly has been um missing the lord's supper and mm-hmm. uh, and missing out on monday thursday service with the congregation um it, our circumstances just don't uh, don't allow us to to have that together right now, but, but I, I, you know, I've had time here with my family. We've, we've heard the word, um, we've been in touch with our pastor. And so we've been able to, uh, to hear the word and receive the gifts and in that way. And, uh, we, we did have, uh. Easter meal here at home, and we've had plenty of things to do here at home. I've not found myself bored yet, by any means. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of the odd man out. But I imagine at some point it's going to hit me that that I I'm missing something. or you know I feel like I'm missing something. Um, mm-hmm. I I I, I, I want to dig into ambiguous loss a little more, if we mm-hmm. can, because you brought up that mm-hmm. that point that that uh, DCE Juliana Schultz shared in, um, in youth ministry. And I think, uh, that's maybe something that maybe I sometimes experience, especially I felt over the, the last few weeks of, I feel like I've lost something, but I don't really know what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. very ambiguous. Like no one close to me. You know, I've not lost truly lost anyone close to me. We we talk to my parents and my in-laws and we talk to relatives and friends on the phone or on video chat, things like that. But there are times when I do feel like maybe um, maybe I'm I'm sad about something, but uh, don't know exactly. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I've lost something yeah
2: yeah I mean, hear from a loss? lot, sure, I hear from a lot of people right now that they just find themselves being emotional, and mm-hmm. I would say that's the most common thing I hear from people men, women, children, uh, mm-hmm. all experiencing the fact that just emotion will like jump up on them and surprise them at any given yeah. moment. Uh, people who are even just not normally real emotive people like that 's that their kind of go to way of communicating, and so I hear from parents in particular, like they feel like they need to hide that a little bit because they're trying to stay strong for their kids, but they have even no idea what's going on inside them and it just pops up. And so that I think is the intersection of our lives with ambiguous loss at this time. So things have changed and with change and transition comes loss and change is good. So often it's such a great growth oriented place to be. God really stretches us and brings new things into our life with change. But for us as human beings, that also includes some hard stuff. And so Even the act of like dropping my kids off at school, like that's an ambiguous loss. I miss that. I miss, uh, you know, joyfully saying goodbye to them and watching them trot off with their friends and say hello to their teachers and, you know, waving to our principal who's drinking his coffee outside. It seems like such a silly thing to miss from my day. And so, So often, ambiguous losses stand in that place that seems silly to us. They seem not worthy of honoring and recognizing, which makes them harder to embrace the experience of Healing, you know, and, and letting ourselves grieve those losses. So, for a lot of seniors right now in high school or eighth graders that were supposed to be confirmed in a few weeks, uh, they are dealing with a lot of loss that doesn't necessarily have a face. And usually, our losses have a face when we talk about loss in our culture, which we're not even really good at, let's be honest. And so, now their loss looks like prom or graduation. And again, you and I would say, those are, those are real losses. We can honor those alongside of you, but they feel like because of our culture, I think that those are small things next to people losing their life because of COVID-19. And so we need to give them spaces to honor them and let them know, yes, we can be sad. And and be honest about death being a, a big thing, but we can also be sad with you about these things that people might call small because they're not small to God.
0: How is that different than than FOMO? How it because <laughs> I I see that and yeah. I and I you know I can certainly. Um, I do want to honor that, especially all those students who are going to miss out on um, things that, that are important in our culture, like you mentioned, graduation or prom or, or some of those things that, that they were really looking forward to this year. Um, how is that different from FOMO, the fear mm-hmm. of missing out?
2: Well, FOMO especially includes... Dreaming up ideas about what other people are doing. So FOMO is an act of comparison, more that's an act of experiencing loss. And so we are in the act of FOMO, creating anxiety for ourselves, based on what might be occurring somewhere else. So pretend if you want to connect it to um, like teenagers, because I wrote this article for youth ministry. So that's a a good place to Mm -hmm. go with it. But I do want to clarify that I think that plenty of adults experience this too. Uh, I don't Mm -hmm. think it's relegated to the realm of teenagers. Uh, Mm -hmm. But if you are a teenager and you are you know, your parents said, we have to quarantine, we're not gonna be able to see our friends for a while, you can FaceTime them or whatever. But then you go on social media, and you see a picture of somebody getting together, your mind immediately goes to 18 different ways and reasons these people got together without you, and what you are not doing, um, and not allowed to do. And so those people might be cousins, maybe, or they had their family Easter. That also, I've seen this happen quite a bit. Might be a picture from last fall. Right.
0: <laughs> like, people are, you know, mm-hmm.
2: there's a lot of throwback Thursdays going on on social media, mm-hmm. for instance. Um, but your mind immediately takes you to this comparison game, and that is FOMO. That is, I am missing out on something, which then. It, immediately usually turns into shame inside of us and tells us like, we're not good enough. We're not cool enough. We don't have the right uh, connections, you know, things like that. And so the fear of missing out is really an anxiety rather than just a sadness over what we have really lost.
0: Yeah, we have, we have a whole series on the coffee hour that uh, we recorded um, earlier this this spring, actually, might have been in the winter, we recorded for to recognize our volunteers. And when when we share that with our listeners, mm-hmm. and and we have our guests in studio, we will, <laughs> we will have to share right. a disclaimer so everyone knows that <laughs> this was recorded prior to um, everything mm-hmm. changing due to uh, stay at home orders. We're talking about the fear of missing out and the joy of missing out on the way as well. We're talking with Deacon Heidi here on Mental Health Monday on the Coffee Hour. Stick around; we have more to talk about. I'm Andy Bates.
1: I'm Sarah Goldseth.
0: Hi.
1: I'm Gary Duncan, the Executive Director of KFUO Radio. We are all impacted by the coronavirus pandemic. All of the KFUO staff is practicing social distancing by working from home offices and temporary home studios. Our promise to you is that we will continue to bring you the Word of Christ in our programming and worship services, the clear message that we've been proclaiming since 1924. During this worldwide pandemic, we will continue to share the comfort of Scripture, God is our refuge and our strength always ready to help in times of trouble so we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea that's from Psalm 46 1 thank you for listening and supporting KFUO Radio and rest assured that when you turn on the radio click on our live stream or download your favorite podcast we will be here proclaiming Christ for you anytime anywhere KFUO.org
0: This week on Issues Etc., we want your answer to these questions. What's your favorite Easter hymn and why? Vote in advance at facebook.com slash etc., Email talkback at issuesetc.org. The Issues Etc. comment line 618-223-8382 or on Twitter at Issues Etc. Issues Etc. Live weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 on KFUO. (laughs) Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates.
1: I'm Sarah Golseth.
0: It is Mental Health Monday with Deacon hiding Game, and we're talking about the fear of missing out and the now joy of missing out. So FOMO and JOMO. I sound so Mm -hmm. hip and cool, don't I? (laughs) Totally. (laughs) That's not even the right word, is it?
1: (laughs) I feel like if you declare
2: it hip, it's no longer hip, baby. Like, that's not a big, Andy. Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so let's move from from fear of missing out to joy of missing out what what is this this joy of missing out
2: so the jomo inside of us is I think easy for us to understand as Christians, because we have Jesus, because we already understand that joy is found in Jesus Christ alone and nothing else. And so it is, while not cognitively maybe easier for us to get to JOMO, the basic idea that we have joy unchanging, even when the world around us is doing their own thing. And when we feel not good enough and not uh, cool enough or hip enough, then And at the same time, we have a baseline, if you will, whereas I think it would be harder for someone who doesn't know Jesus to move into Jomo because you're basically just talking about, you know, picking yourself up by your bootstraps and like getting some joy from wherever you can find it. We know where to go for that joy and what will actually transform our heart and minds. And so I think that's the first thing is you really need Jesus to get to any kind of real joy. That being said, we can also check out of the experience of that joy in Jesus. And as Christians, I think we do this all the time where we have joy, but we're like, I, you know, um, do things to let the anxiety kind of build up instead or focus on things that I know are going to cause me uh, anxiety and turmoil internally instead of opening my Bible or instead of talking to a friend who can connect me to God's word and what God is saying in my life instead of social media. Or I just don't get off social media when I should, you know, I keep scrolling. And I'm like, yeah, Jesus is great, but these feelings are so much better, even though I feel kind of miserable, you know? And so there is a place for engaging in the joy that Jesus gives us rather than the fear, the anxiety, and the, you know, uh, act of making bigger what people are doing out there and things and letting our imagines run away from us. And so. There are some steps to get to Mo, and I think we're going to cover those. But I think I'm curious, like, what it helps people to start with what brings you joy. Okay, so we have Jesus joy, and you can go to something about Jesus. But in general, what in life helps you engage in that joy, I guess? Andy and Sarah, can you think with me here for a minute? This isn't therapy, but what are some things that bring you joy?
1: <laughs> Music, coffee, bikes, mm-hmm. my husband, outside uh, Jesus, obviously.
0: She was ready for that.
2: Got my list, man. This is part of my mental health right now. (laughs) She wants to engage in some joy. I like it. I like it. How about you, Andy?
0: Um, similar, uh, certainly music has, is an important part of that. Even just listening to music. Um, I enjoy making music as well, but listening to music, the has certainly been uh, something that that brings me a lot of joy. Specifically, music about Jesus, um, being outside, whether it's going on a family walk and having time to to talk with our family, um, with my wife and my son. Or um, this year, we're we're. Uh, Starting uh we've got our plot in the the community garden, so um planning for that and getting ready for that and, and taking all the steps. It's been fun playing in the dirt. Um and, and just enjoying the things, the good things that that uh God has created and, and uh seeing how that's unfolding as well, especially uh for my son too, just to keep see how he is um responding to that. Sometimes he's interested, sometimes he's not.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you I said I will that add perfect. to my list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will add to my list video chatting with friends and family because I got to do that this Mm. weekend with my brother and sister-in-law and their kiddos. And it was like the best part of my day on Saturday.
2: (laughs) You guys both had really good things. So Andy said one thing that's really helpful that is watching what God is unfolding. And so Mm. that's part of the joy of missing out so instead of watching what I'm missing out on I'm watching to see what God is unfolding I'm watching to see what he is doing in my life I'm watching to see what good things are around me rather than looking for the things that I'm not getting to do or see and then Sarah you just said something really good that's a perfect illustration is that you were really having joy in video meetings and video discussions and I do not have any joy in video meetings or video discussions. <laughs> I cannot deal with them for five seconds. And so, like, I don't find any joy in that. And so, Jomo tells me that what you enjoy is different than what I enjoy. And that's a good thing of God. And so I'm going to let you have that. And I'm not going to have any fear in missing out on those things because that's a Sarah thing. And that is something good that God has given to Sarah and God has given me different good things. And so those are kind of the two pieces of Jomo, if you will, is both just seeing the good that God gives instead of the, um, stuff that I'm not getting, and then being excited for the good that God gives other people. And you can see how those two things work together. We need both of them in our lives.
1: Absolutely. And then so so, what is the balance then, um, you know, seeing the good things and appreciating uh, the good things that God has given other people but, but then what is the balance uh, between the JOMO of, of, of knowing your, where your joy is and, and appreciating your own joys um, while also being empathetic towards other people who may not be in that space yet? hmm That's really good.
2: You know, I can't go around and Jomo other people. Like that's <laughs> not my job on this earth, you know? And so I think we do this often in the Christian walk where we mm-hmm. kind of tell people the way they need to be living their Christian walk when I can only focus on mine and just love other people. And so I think you do it by listening most. And so giving them a space to talk about ambiguous losses, giving them a space to even say the things that they fear missing out on, you know, just being that safe person and not judging when people say things that you feel like are um, not helpful for them. You know, we have to have the relationship and we have to have multiple conversations in a relationship to get to a place where we can say, I don't think that's really helpful for you right now is not the time for that. Like we're all in quarantine. People are suffering, you know, just listen instead of judge what people are saying. A lot of times people just need a place to go with the conversation right now. And so you can be that safe person in being that safe person. And in sharing love, the people will get to the Jomo on their own, you know? And so Focus on ourselves, check in with God and check in with all the awesome that he gives us. That's a good place to be with Jomo. And I have some more tips and we can do those in future weeks of how to get to more Jomo in your life and maybe things to bring up in conversation. But uh, first, just love and love is so often practiced in listening Mm -hmm. instead of talking
0: sure listening because not everyone's nearly as excited about like soil composition and what makes up the <laughs> I, tell me I, more I andy <laughs> I,
2: I am not that. afraid of missing out on that no nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> apparently my wife and son aren't nearly as excited about the the soil as well but um but they are excited about having a garden and, and uh, i think they also find it fun because they see how much i enjoy it as well just uh being outside and so we have certainly enjoyed it okay so more uh jomo then we'll we'll discuss more on the joy of missing out next week um on mental health monday i'm i'm looking forward to digging into that more um we have just about 60 seconds left the Mm -hmm. the youth piece that you mentioned that uh, we'll link to that's in youth e-source right is
2: that right yes yeah yeah we just put out the first article which it has a talk sheet version or it has an article version so you can just read it for yourself to clarify these topics that we're talking about or you can do it with a group and have a discussion guide to go along more pieces coming out um, in the next few weeks that you can do a full Bible study on the fear of missing out to the joy of missing out and have some real concrete biblical theology for that instead of just, Oh, whatever the world calls it, you know? So I think that'll be helpful for teens, but I also think it'll be really helpful for their adult leaders and for all of us in this really weird time that we're all in together. We're in it together. And you can find that at youthesource.com and we'll put a link in the show notes. I'm sure.
0: Absolutely. Yep. We'll put the link in there. And uh, Sarah, you found the article also that Juliana wrote on ambiguous loss too, right?
1: Yes, I found that link too. So we'll put that one Excellent. in there as well.
0: Very good. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks for uh, thanks so much, Heidi, for uh, being here for Mental Health Monday.
2: Always. Thanks for having me.
0: I'm Andy Bates.
1: I'm Sarah Golseth. <laughs>